You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm very excited to have you here today. I hope you are doing well. I hope you're doing wonderful. I hope you're uh, I hope you're. I hope you're not going crazy, sitting in your house. All of these wonderful things. We're going to be talking about Facebook groups today, and Facebook groups uh, still are the most powerful place to host a group on the internet. And I have looked. Trust me, I have tried so hard to look at other places. Where can I build a group that's different? At the end of the day, Facebook always wins for so many reasons. We're already there. We are, uh, it, it has great capability for video, images, uh, big long thread discussions and all of these things, but a lot of us don't know how to leverage it. So a lot of you listening out there, I can almost guarantee that at least 70% of you entrepreneurs and marketers out there listening have a free Facebook group of some point. Maybe you're really focusing on it. Maybe you're like a lot of us and you're just sort of like, it's here because somebody told me to create it. And yeah, I got a few hundred people in there, but like, yeah, like it's kind of not doing a whole lot. Video is the best way to build community because you have that face-to-face touch point. And so I wanted to get somebody in here who really knew how to leverage that because I'm not the guy to talk about how to do that in Facebook groups. So Bella Vasta is here. She's an expert in Facebook groups and building your business through Facebook groups. She is also, fun fact, uh, and all of Be- and, and so much of Bella, it, she is the top marketer for pet sitting businesses in the world. So if you have any sort of pet sitting business at all, you should, you probably already know who she is. Right, Bell. I mean, it's chance with 500 blogs written that they already know who you are, likely. Yeah, so thank yeah, you so definitely. Much. Thank yeah, you for being thanks, here. Thanks for having me. I'm happy yeah. to be here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, listen. Let's go through basic stuff because you're yeah. a Facebook groups expert, and so I think that there's a lot of things. But before we get specifically into the video side of it, there's a lot of questions that I think a lot of people are going to have right away about Facebook groups because they just don't know how to do the ultimate thing. Give me the sort of like one on one, right? Like how often should I be in there, and what should I be doing? Which is really what, what generally what people are asking me, or asking in yeah, general. So- So that's kind of like asking, like, how long should our party go for, Matt? So what I like to do is actually like take it to even a higher level and kind of break down the difference between a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Because oftentimes people start a group and they go, well, what do I do? I post the same thing I post on my page. It's about my business, right? No. So your Facebook page is a lot like your front yard, Matt. Your front yard, people drive by it. You might put out there like happy Halloween or happy 4th of July, but it's really your message to the world and people are driving by. They're not sitting down and having a snack with you. You're not putting an in-ground pool in the front yard and mostly solicitors come to your front door. Okay. It's, it's really, um, it's, it's not really the place people hang out. Your backyard on the other hand is where people hang out. They get to know each other. They have fun. There's usually a theme. Hey, you want to come over for a pool party, Matt? Hey, you want to come over for my daughter's sixth birthday? Hey, you want to come over for a kegger? And all of this stuff that happens in the backyard, you're going to have a theme to it and a reason why people are going there. You're also going to have to kind of come through the back gate, uh, which means there's a little bit of a security there. And, and when you come and you invite people over, you're going to make sure that the Wi-Fi is going. You're going to make sure that you have hamburgers and hot dogs or towels or 
whatever it might be, you have prepared for people to come to your backyard, AKA your group. So that's why I always say you have to have a strategy with the group. And, and also when they come in that backyard, mm. unlike the front yard, you're not going to have them sit down in all the chairs and look at you and you just sit there and you talk at them, right? You want to introduce friend uh, Susie to Tom and Tom to Angela. And you want everybody to be talking amongst themselves and having fun. Mm. You want a that's bunch smart. of like, sub conversations to be happening. So we really have to start there. So when we figure out like, you know, what should we be saying in our group? It really depends on what kind of group we're going to have and what are we having it for? Is it a big, huge bash where it's like a hundred people and it's a big old family reunion and stuff going on? Or are we a small, succinct group and we're there for a specific reason and purpose, a two-hour, six-year-old birthday party, the clown's going to come, we have a jumpy house, and then it's all gone, right? So I want you to really seriously step back and consider, this is called strategy. We all do it on every area of the internet that we're in. But before you start, you have to have a strategy. So those that are like, how often should I post? It kind of shows that they're not quite sure on what their strategy is, so we have to go back to it. Um, I can keep going. Like, you know, do you want to have a, a free group where it's just a catch all or do you want to use it at the bottom of the funnel where it's a paid group where you actually probably have a smaller group, but it, there's, there's a monthly charge for it. So the answer is it depends. It absolutely depends. Obviously the groups where it's going to be bottom of the funnel where you're charging for, you're going to be producing a little bit more specific intentional content that's going to be providing an immense amount of value. I always say the difference between like a free group and a paid group is in a free group, you tell them what they need to do. And in a paid group, you tell them how to do it. So you save the what and the how there. So um, there's a lot places we can go there. Matt, what part of that excites you? Where do you want to take this conversation? Yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it excites me. Uh, I'm especially interested in this whole backyard analogy uh, because a lot of people don't run their groups that way. And mm -hmm. I think that, I, I mean, I know I have this business model and I, I know so many people do um, where there's, there, there, you know, I, I have both answers, right? I mean, I've got the free group, which its intent is to ladder people into paid groups, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're doing that, you have to treat them differently, obviously. But then how do you nurture those people in the free group? And, you know, you have a lot of, I mean, sometimes you just share your content, but then it's basically a page, right? And you're not seeing, and you don't see the kind of engagement there. So right. it's super interesting. And we, we don't have to get too much into the video side of this yet, because I really want to dig in. This is something that I know everybody in the audience is like loving right now, because we all yeah. deal with this. How am I introducing, like, what am I doing? Like, give me some examples. Like, how am I like introducing Susie to Tom and Tom to Rick and being like, hey, you got to meet Joe. Like, give me like, like, what's the, like, how does that, that's so interesting. Nobody runs groups like that. <laughs> okay. So as a group leader, and once that group has been formed um, and, and there's a normalcy to it, right? You start understanding like, hey, Matt's the video guy, right? So if somebody comes into my group and they are asking questions about what's the best kind of video to post on my, my YouTube, right? I don't know too much about that. So I might tag you and I might say, yo, Matt, what do you think about this? Like Susie has this question here. I know you're the go-to expert or I know you've had success in it, or I know you also have this problem or challenge or whatever it might be. That's you. So it's not always like you're tagging like an expert, but you know, when you start getting those group members, um, 
Hmm, like learning about them, it's a lot easier to start connecting them, you know, and then they find commonality within each other, which helps make that backyard experience or that group experience that much more enjoyable because now you have like a witness to your pain or your struggle or a beacon of hope because someone's been there before. So that's where a, um, a community manager or a group owner, depending on how you, you know, do it, um, really matters because you're, you're just really getting people together. Another way, you know, different threads are going to be like, you know, give different people. For example, again, backyard, some people might really be into playing in the pool and others might be like, hell no, you're not getting me in a swimsuit. And they might be over at like cornhole. Right. So you're going to start to see like on your different posts, you know, oh, certain people react well to a video response or certain people react really well to polls. Polls is a great way to draw people out because everyone has an opinion. You know that saying about that, right? I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but everyone has an opinion. (laughs) So when, you know, you could do a poll and you can have a whole bunch of people come out on that one. And then it, you know, however, or whatever you're posting, you're going to attract and draw in different people. And, and that, that's how you do it. So, so, so tell me like, what, like, what do I do? How do I draw them in? So you said polls. I think a lot of people are lost here. Like what kind of content am I dropping in there? Like, for example, let's say that I was just like, I was, I was, you know, and, and, and I bet you a lot of people are listening to this and they're thinking of this themselves. They're like, well, my group is crap based on mm-hmm. just what Bella's told us in the last five minutes. So yeah. how do I like, so it's just dead. It never even surfaces in the algorithm, even when one person posts, yeah. can I bring it and like, how do I bring it back to life? And then how do I keep it alive? All right. So there was a couple of questions in there. And one of them was, how do I, how do I, uh, the algorithm screw the algorithm. This is not a popularity contest and you're not trying to get people to uh, be seen in the newsfeed. If, if that's your goal, you've already lost. This is what you got to do. You got to be the destination and you got to be, when you go to go into the toilet and you take your phone with you and you want to be entertained, I'm going to go there. Where are you going? Are you like, oh my gosh, I got to see what Bella posted in her group or what Matt's saying today about this? because you find it so valuable? Is it like a destination that you want to go to or is it a passive thing? A successful group is not a passive thing that just happens to show up on your newsfeed. A successful group is someplace that I log in to go. For example, our love of TikTok. I just forwarded you a group, it's called TikTok Secrets, run by Michael Sanchez. I have fallen in love with that man, platonically, because if you want an example, yesterday, we thought TikTok was dying. All of our <laughs> views went to zero. You know where I went? I went straight to that group because I knew that that place was going to tell me what was going on. And you know what Mike did? Mike actually got on video for 10 minutes. And Mike goes, yo guys, breathe, calm down. This is right in line with all the updates they normally do. I guarantee it'll be up in like 10 minutes or so. If it's not already, guess what? I checked my TikTok. It was right back up. I was like, dude, you rock. Does this guy know me? No. I've, I've messaged him a couple of times, but you know, I haven't gotten a response yet, but, (laughs) but through that video and through that group, he was my resource. He was, he was directly involved with, um, solving a problem that I needed. So I went to that group and he's created this group because now he knows that he has this hypersensitive group of people that want to hear him and that can help flourish his business. If he just posted this randomly on his page, there's like, 
it's so passive. It's so drive by. Right. But in this group, people are sitting there and they're freaking out. Oh my God. Like literally I can read this to you right now. Oh my God. My TikTok won't post or show views. Oh my gosh. Um, is, is TikTok banning today? Are they gone today? All these people are saying this, this would not happen on a page because people don't want to be seen as like being crazy or hypersensitive or, you know, like, like showing their fears. But now when it comes to like regular groups, you ask like, how do we get people out of it? So I'm going to use me as an example. Cause it's, you know, it's really hard to, to talk about this, like, um, pie in the sky kind of thing. You have to kind of get specific with examples. Sure. So I'm in the pet industry and in my free group, it actually appeals to anyone who has a pet business. So that could be dog boarding, dog grooming, dog training, a pet store, pet sitters, dog walkers. It doesn't matter. It's just pet. You serve, your business serves pets. And so what happens with that um, is that I could talk, I could post a thread and it could be like, Hey, so how did you design your, the specs for your dog boarding facility? And guess what? The people that have dog boarding facility will all start talking about it. You're not going to get a pet sitter that's going to start talking about that because it doesn't appeal to them. Right? So that's kind of how we almost can start subgrouping or su subbing in people into different categories or drawing people out by, uh, by topics. On the same hand, uh, you could have a dog walker that says something like, how many dogs can I walk in an hour? And the, the pet store isn't going to know that answer. So just by those specific questions, you can start to learn and understand about your community. As such, you can start to see, okay, this is top of the funnel. It's a very, it, this is a big free group, but wow, I've got a lot of pet sitters in there. Okay. How can I, how can I monetize this? How can I break this down even more? Well, I'm going to start another group that's, I own a pet sitting company with staff. And these are for people that either want to start having employees or already have employees because they have a certain type of, of situations and problems and concerns and challenges that a pet store might not have. Um, but those dog walkers do. And guess what? Then I can come along with products aside, like right alongside them and say, here's how to have employees within 30 days. Here's how to, uh, advertise and hire employees with this software. And I can do all of that stuff. Then I can take it. I'm sorry. I'm kind of going flowing right now. Then I can take it a step ahead. further and I could say, all right, in that group, I'm going to show you what you need to do. But now if you want to know how you need to do all of that and have me Monday through Friday, walking you through it, then pay me X amount of dollars per month. And you can join my mastermind where you also get HR help systems and processes help. And like all these other bonuses and benefits. Now what happened? That whole entire life cycle started with a, Hey, just join my free group. And you can listen to my podcast and you can read my blogs and you can see me go live in there and you can kind of, you know, it's like our first date, Matt, it's, we're getting to know each other. You're, you're wondering, is this chick crazy or do I want to hang out with her more? And, and maybe you like me enough to hang out with me more. And maybe you want to get even more specific on helping solve those challenges. So you move into that group with staff and then you really like that. And you really, you know, start feeling FOMO, like you're really missing out on stuff and you want to get into my mastermind. That's that way I've designed mine. It's not the way you have to design everything, but that's like an example of how you pull people out, you figure out who needs what, and then you can start providing the proper solutions to the proper people. Again, backyard. Some people just might not want to be in their bathing suit in the pool, or they're afraid of water, or they don't like to swim, but they might like to go play cornhole and sing karaoke. So what, so this is great. So what I'm hearing you say is that you you sort of start to 
listen to to the specific folks in there that that need certain things and maybe let's say that you did have a blog post that you felt like was relevant you might share that into that group and for example uh if i'm hearing you right you may say something like hey at samantha x at tony at blah 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 blah, blah, blah. thought of you when i was writing this uh blah 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 and that would be a better way to handle that whereas on your page it's just sort of a content piece like best ways to do x and uh, right absolutely in fact i'm known for because i dedicated two or three years i was uh i was under marcus sheridan's wing for a long time i don't know if you know him if you don't he wrote the book they asked i do answer. yeah Okay. He's amazing. Um, and I, I took his method and both of my companies and, um, that's all I did is I just started answering everyone's questions. So there's pretty much no question that anyone can ask in my group. And I'm very confident in saying that, that they don't have a blog that doesn't like back that up. So by able to, to respond to people with like, you know, a little bit of what I would say, but then also a blog post, it also establishes my authority and credibility, right? And then if I go on video and attach a video to that blog, it's even better. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. It's, it's really just responding back with that in a way that people are like, oh, you've already actually thought about that, huh? And, and then another way you can flip that on its head is, hey guys, I'm writing a blog or I'm doing a video on this topic. I'd love to know what you think the solutions are and I'll, I'll cite you in it. So then you kind of get them a part of that process as it's going. They feel like they're behind the scenes and they also feel really honored that you're using their ideas in whatever it is that you're producing. Therefore, forming the group just a little bit more and they get that behind the scenes access to you, you know, which everyone kind of loves. Yeah, well, that was going to feed into my next question that people often have when they're trying to do it for business reasons is, you know, how much should they give away for free? Because they feel like there should be this sort of distance that they have in the free group to, uh, you know, stoke the flame to get into any paid opportunities. What, what, mm -hmm. What's your thought on that? Yeah. So again, it really goes back to a simple question. It's you, you tell them what to do in the free groups and how to do it in the paid groups. And, um, and, and the how is a little bit more hands-on it's step-by-step. -step. It's maybe you give them a PDF, maybe you go on video and you explain it all to them. Right before I came here with you, I actually told my group, I was like, Hey, anyone wants to work on their 90 day goals, let's get on a zoom and I'll help you hash them out. So we figured out what the goal is, what the numbers are for it, uh, what problems we're solving, how to like, you know, massage that out to a 90 day kind of plan. And that's what they left with. Now I would never do that in my free group. I would never just give my time like that because they're not paying it's, it's free. But when you're in that mastermind, you get that extra handholding. Um, so it, I mean, it depends. That's my model. There's a lot of different ways that you could do it. Um, it just depends on what your strategy and what your overall business goals for having it comes. Now, I also want to segue this for a second and take this to uh, back up to high level guys, because Matt, you've mentioned something earlier, you know, like my group, these are my words are on life support. And that's the thing. Like, so some people say like, well, my group's on life support. I've gotten some of my good ideas. I want to start to revive it. Should I start a new one? No you should like go live and you should be like, Hey guys, I dropped the ball. I know this group sucks, but we're going to revive it. And here's my plan. Like do that. Don't start all over from scratch. If you're thinking about starting a group, understand that Rome wasn't built in a day. And then if you build it, they will not come. You need to give them a reason to come. And then you also, um, with the groups have to realize that like, 
you have to tie it into your business somehow. You have to have a long-term strategy with it. You could do a short-term pop-up group, like a support group for a week or two or three weeks or something. But the chance, the, the, the long-term game of that is when you close that group, or you archive that group, you piss people off because they actually start liking the group. And so you have to have someplace else to roll them into or take them into. Um, groups are wildly important right now. Because at this recording, we are July 2020, and everyone is the most isolated they've ever been. We have more time on our hands than we ever have. We can't actually go out and congregate, or we can, but we're hiding it because of judgment. Uh, everyone's hyper agitated, hypersensitive, hyper opinionated, and they're finding groups online to help um, put that, psych that, that, that feedback loop back into them. Groups are exploding. They were exploding and Facebook was trying to have them explode before this happened. Facebook took out their very first Super Bowl ad and spent 10 to $11 million on it. And they highlighted Facebook groups. That's what they, that, that, that's the ad that they chose to do for their very first ad. Okay. So if groups wasn't a focus of Facebook before, now it definitely is because that's where people are feeling like, yeah, Trump or no mask or wear your mask or you know, conspiracy theory, this, or whatever it might be. And that's where people are living. People are living in groups. They are looking for that acceptance in that community right now, now more so than ever. I also like to caveat this with, if you are not listening to this right now and you're listening to this in the future, hello future, I can't wait to get there by the way. Um, I want you to think about, um, I, I want you to think right now that like, this is what's happening right now. And just like everything else in social media, things ebbs and flow. And they have like a two or three year, like, hey, this is the new coolest thing. And now there's gonna be something else. So while groups are where it's happening right now, I say it's the gold mine. And I say that if you're, if you're considering it, sit down, make a plan, execute it, do it. And if you don't know how to do it, that's how I, that's, I hope companies do that. Reach out to me. But at the same time, don't do it just because you think you should do it. Because, and I'm just gonna keep flowing if this is okay. Um, I, I help, I tell a lot of people that you don't necessarily have to have your own group. You could come alongside another group and you could be an asset to them because one of the biggest things that every group owner has is they're like, shoot, what content do I do? What guests do I bring in? How do I, you know, keep adding value to my group? So if yep. you, Matt, an awesome video guy is like, yo, Bella, I know that you got these mastermind members and I love talking about video. Is there an opportunity for me to come in and do a training for you? Hell yeah, Matt. Thanks. You just like took a task off my back. Right. Mm -hmm. And now, and, and so what I'm saying is the new PR pitch, you guys, if you have a product or a service or a business that you want to get around people, think about the fact that a lot of your ideal clients are hanging out in a group somewhere. You just got to figure out what group it is and you got to come alongside them. So one of my companies, she's a coach and she does systems and processes. And what we did is we basically created a pitch for her that she reached out to these group owners who had 10,000 or more members in their group. And they were mom, mom business owners. Right. And she's like, I can create systems so that you actually can bring on a VA and have success in it because we've written out all of your internal operations. Because one of the mm -hmm. biggest challenges they have is I want to bring someone on, but they can't do it as good as I can, or it's all in my head, or I don't understand. So she gets it out of people's heads and she offers like most people don't even know there's someone who does this. So she's offered her, her services, a training, a, a, a sprinkle, a tidbit, a breadcrumb, whatever you want to call it, and, and comes on and excites these, this audience 
And then guess what? They reach out to her and she gets clients because she doesn't necessarily need her own group where she nurtures that, but she could go in and provide value for an established group. So what of all I just said, do you want to pick apart? That's, that su- that's super smart. I have never heard of anybody doing that, marketing themselves to big Facebook groups. That's huge. That's the new PR thing right now. Super I mean, smart. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like you, you would go to a, um, um, ABC, your local ABC and be like, Hey, can I go on the news? And can I tell you about why do you want to do that? Because they have a bunch of viewers. Well, guess what? Facebook groups do too. And you know what? More and more people aren't even watching the news anymore. I know, you know, the statistics on, on uh, media spend and, and, you know, versus, I mean, guys, come on. This is like the new ABC news. Like you've got a local mom's group. That's like, their hackles are all up right now because it is July, 2020. And we're trying to figure out, are we homeschooling? Are we sending our kids to school? Are we doing a hybrid? Am I adding, you know, uh, a teacher to my LinkedIn profile? God help me. We're all cackling about this in our local groups. So if you've got a local business, how can you come alongside the cackling, offer value somehow and do it? Now you have to pitch these group owners, these members, but like the possibilities are endless. And this is where, I, this is, this is where I thrive. This is where I love it's, it's getting into businesses and, and brainstorming ways to pull yourself out of this hole or get yourself on the proverbial virtual stage. Groups are the way to do it. It really is. Whether you start it or whether you come alongside a group and, and I should have said it even earlier when we started talking, but because sometimes people get turned off by a Facebook group talk. Cause they're like, I don't want a Facebook group or I had it and it didn't work. But right. there's such a bigger way to look at this that you're really jipping yourself if you're not leveraging groups in some way. Now, this is a traditional Facebook group we're talking about. Matt and I met on TikTok, right? And actually, and also inside um, the society group. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we both did. Did Yeah, we both did sessions for them probably. So yeah, we're both in that group. Yeah. Yep. So there's, mm-hmm. there's. Yeah. So, so it I was mean, a Facebook guys, group, actually, I think. Yeah, for exactly, sure. Exactly. Exactly. See, it was so natural. A paid group, actually. Even, mm-hmm. Huh? It's a paid group, that group. So it's yeah. a different type of group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but it's so natural that we're like, we have an instant connection. Like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? Sure. Like, send me over the link. We'll figure it out. Like, there was no like pitch. There was no like, hey, can I get you on? It was just, we have a commonality of we're in these two communities which is ultimately what groups are and so yeah guys are you leveraging your groups right now are you are you creating opportunities in the groups that you're in or are you creating a strategy in the group that you own are you incorporating video into it where um i have a good video story for you by the way so in one of my groups in my mastermind about a year ago there was this girl pam and she hated video with a passion. I would um, occasionally I say, hey, like answer me in a video comment. And that's the only way you can answer. It has to be 30 seconds. And I say 30 mm. seconds because I know it'll always go up to a minute, but I do not have the time to sit and listen to people's four, five, six, seven, eight minute like dissertations. So she would do it and it was part of a challenge. So I would do a challenge and then you get points when you do it. And um, so she would take her phone and she would be outside walking a dog. She'd have a hat on and her big black sunglasses. And she would hate every second of filming this video. And she would put it on. I didn't even know what she looked like, which is hilarious. So then um, we 
we kept doing that. And by July, she had her own Facebook live show where she was interviewing people in her community about their businesses and being asked to attend events and broadcast live from there. Because of my group, because it was a safe place where she wasn't judged, where the whole world wouldn't see her, she slowly took off the hat. She slowly took off the glasses. She slowly got more and more confident at doing video to the point that it was helping explode her business because now her visibility was way out there. In the same way, like, you know, you're going live on your actual page or you have an event or a training or a product or a service or whatever it is. I always go live 10 minutes before I'm going to go live on my, my main business page. And I just go live and it's, it's me turning on my selfie lights. It's me rising up my desk and I'm like, Hey guys, what's going on? I hope you're going to join me at the top of the hour. I'm going to be live on jump consulting, talking about how to do your training with your, and people get that or they see it after the fact and they go, Oh, I have to go back and check that. That sounded kind of interesting. And you tease it, you tease it out. So I feel like I'm going on and on and on that, but no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, no, no, that this is, this is, this is super helpful. I, I have not heard a lot of this advice and I've heard a lot of Facebook groups advice over the years. Uh, and it's, and, and it's, you know, it's kicking my butt in gear a little bit too, I have to say, because I've been very, uh, uh, well, I, my, you know, like me and Facebook are like, we're okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, like I'm big on TikTok. I teach college. I always poll the, my, my college kids, uh, at the beginning of every, of, of every semester, what social media platforms are you on? They always say the same thing. Facebook is for old people. We use Twitter, we use TikTok and we use Snapchat. And I'm like, really? You still use Snapchat? They're like, yep, I still use Snapchat. I'm like, all right, well, good. So you don't use Facebook. They're like, oh, Oh, are you kidding me? My mom's on Facebook. That's totally actually so, how I feel right now. It's so it's it well, Facebook right. Is, and you and I love TikTok, and and, uh, and that's why though community a, building there. Yeah, and, and, but so many people are afraid of TikTok, or or they are older. They're like right. 30, 40, 50, and they're they won't do Snapchat. And Snapchat, let's just leave that one out. Or Twitter, you know. So it really does. People might have their feelings towards it, but they're still on it, guys. And, and that's why right. it's really important to make that backyard be so attractive and not just have a one track thing. Like you have to come in the backyard and you have to go in the pool. You don't want to go in the pool. I don't care. That's where you have to go. And that's it. And you have to eat hot dogs. You have to eat hamburgers. And I don't care if you're gluten-free, you're going to also drink beer. You don't like beer. Who cares? That's what I'm serving. No, like you need to have all kinds of things going on back there. You need to be serving up all kinds of food, all kinds of drinks. You need to be hospitable and people aren't hospitable in their group so much that you do become the destination. I have, I have stages of people chant out, they go, be the destination. Like it's silly, but it's true because if you think about the fact that you want people to come to you, you want them to actively come to you because you are providing something in their life that they can't live without, then, then you've made it, my friend. But it's not build it and they will come. Nobody cares about you. The reason why video is so awesome is because people get to see you and feel you and experience you and understand, like see the look in your eye. Oh my God, wearing these masks. I realized this is kind of embarrassing to admit this. Um, when I was traveling and I was asking for an upgrade, I realized I couldn't flirt that much because I couldn't see anything underneath my eyes. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm smiling at you right now. <laughs> like, you know, or like, or like lipping something to you, you know, 
guys, when you get on camera, people can see you. And it's, and it's, and then when you're in the group, not only can they see you, but it's a safe place where they feel like it's an exclusive look at you without sounding creepy. Um, you know, but it's an exclusive look at you, the, the person behind the scenes, the person doing this. When you say, Hey guys, I really care about this group. What would you like? As opposed to coming on camera in the group and guys, guys, I have no more ideas, but I want to help you and I'm here for you and please help me. And maybe you let an F bomb drop or S bomb drop or something. And they're like, dude, she's real too, because it's unfiltered in a way, you know, like this is where those connections are made because people can see, hear and feel you. Don't yeah. So what, so, so which ways do you, uh, specifically, let's just talk tactics, which ways do you specifically tactically use video in groups and, and how do you use them? You mentioned a few okay. things to me before the show. I'd love to dig yeah. into those because I don't see people doing any of them except for occasionally like putting their zoom interviews on. I don't see a whole yeah. lot of other stuff going on. So recently in June, I think it was Facebook released group, uh, rooms and, and you can do them in groups. So yeah. you can open up a room and a room is literally, I want you guys to think of like a, um, like an office and like, so now you have an office door and it's open and people can come in. So you open a room, people can come in and you can chat. It feels a lot like zoom. Um, and people can come and go. And so just as a group leader, you could have office hours and you just be like, Hey, like I'll be here from four to five. Come on in chat, say hi. We'll just be here working. You know, if you want to come, come, it's very nonchalant. It's very like personable. You know, it's a great way to do it. Um, or you could encourage people, hey, all the dog walkers are going to do their open chat from four to five on Tuesday. All the pet stores are going to do their open chat on Wednesday from eight to 10, you know? And what you're doing is you're just creating an opportunity for interactions and connections to happen. And that's where the magic is, right? That is unique to your group and that is an experience. Um, the, like and you you've said, been you seeing know, that work, you've been seeing that really, cause it is brand new. It's probably like two months old or like less, you know Have what you I've been, been seeing, seeing work. Some, and this is yeah. going to sound really weird is groups that open up rooms that say, Hey guys, we're just doing an accountability hour. We're not talking. We're just going to be on camera working. You have to stay at your desk and you have to work <laughs> and they don't talk Their Their microphones are off, but they're just there it's again, guys, we're so lonely and isolated right now, just feeling like you're working and someone else is working and you're not talking. You don't have to come prepared. You don't have to do it. You're just working and you're being held accountable to sit there for an hour and work. I, that's what I've actually seen a lot of success with and heard a lot of success with. It sounds so silly, but guys, we want to be connected more than ever right now. More than ever. Um, okay. So I also think that yes, zoom meetings to get everyone on and then, and then you got to be a leader and say, you know what, we are having a zoom meeting and I, Matt, I need you to turn your camera on for us. You know, are you in a position you can turn mm -hmm. your camera on? Um, and, and to see, because that's also how people can, um, can, can come together. And as a leader, you have to ask guys, cause if you have a, like an expert come in and on, it's on zoom and other people on zoom, everyone's going to turn their camera off and their mic off. And then like, what good is that? Like the reason of having the video is that I would also encourage you, the group leader to go live. Um, sometimes when I have questions that are just very long winded answers, I'll just get on the phone and ladies, it's okay to be with no makeup and your hair on top of your head and your glasses on. I do it all the time, especially in the group and, and just go and say, Hey, Jessica, that was a really great question. I just thought it'd be easier if I could just explain this to you. So I'm going to take a minute here and just, you know, answer your question. And then you take that and you post that as a comment to what she just posted to you. They are blown away that you just took that 
time to do it because to them, it also shows vulnerability. They're not like you and I, where they're into yeah. video all the time and they just don't care. Right. So like, I don't, I, I don't care, but it means a lot to people and, and, and your message carries that much more weight. So don't be, what I'm trying to say is don't be afraid to reply back with a video. Okay. As the group leader or as the, the community manager. Um, so let's see other ways for video in the group. I think we've kind of exhausted them. There's not really much more things you could do. You could reply, you could bring in experts, you could have a zoom meeting, you could have, um, uh, meeting rooms. I often, I mean, people are just like, I'm going to go live in the group and that's like an event. Like the person that runs yeah. the group goes live in the group and that's like the thing. But yeah. I think that like, I think that one of the things I just like Facebook lives and personal brands are just a mess for me right now. Like I just hate it uh, because everybody sucks at them, right? Like it's kind of like every single one is like turning it on and they're saying, um, hey, I'm just going to wait until a few people get here. Like, come on. <laughs> and it's like, listen, like 80% of people are watching the replay, like just get into the content. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, uh, branching off of that, like, yes, the obvious, the obvious way to go live in your Facebook groups would be to, to, or sorry, the, the obvious way to do video would be to go live. It can also be the easiest way to just create content in general. Cause you're just, if you're comfortable on camera for me, I'm just like, Oh God, this is the easiest way to create. I can just go bang. Oh, yeah. Some people they're terrified. So I mm -hmm. totally get that. Um, I'm starting to come to, to come to terms with that. Uh, but I think that you need to have like an intention and a purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that's important and to just get right into the content, like immediately start with value. I would even start with some sort of hook, like just like, like so that problem. you can just, yeah, something that yeah. just like makes people that watch the replay get that value. Cause otherwise people are going to say, like what I usually say now when I see lives and I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not going to watch this like 15 minute live because I guarantee he or she rambled the whole time <laughs> and I yeah. didn't have so a structure. And, and that's such a good point. So like when I go live in my group and I uh, like, you know, I'm going to go live on my page, but I want people in my group to really like, instead of just a post, Hey guys, have you ever wondered how you actually can hire people really quick without a lot of stress? Well, I'm going to answer that today. If you join me at the top of the, you know, so you come in with that problem, tell them you're going to have the solution and then call that to action. Then you could ramble a little bit because, you know, people might come on and then you can repeat yourself again and you can, you know, so it, it all depends. But if you just come hitting it with the problem, have you ever wondered about how, what, what do you do if? Have you ever considered when? Mm -hmm. Grab them. It's like public speaking, one-on-one -on -one type stuff, right? Yeah. But, not but then also being, what? I said, but not a lot of people are speakers like we are. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, honestly, I, I teach public speaking at the college level. I spend my entire time, though, like not going over that basic stuff. I usually just try to get them to be vulnerable. I literally mm -hmm. spend so much time trying yeah. to get them to be vulnerable and yeah. tell their own stories. Because at the yeah. end of the day, like, if I'm, if I, if I'm there being like, speak louder, your thesis sucks. You know, it's just like a lame <laughs> class. Build their, confidence. build their confidence first. Yeah. Like, are you comfortable talking about like parts of your, because you can become a magnet when you start yeah. to be more vulnerable. And so yeah. at the end of the day, what you look and sound like is, is less important than the actual content. Um, mm -hmm. and so it's the same thing. I mean, I say the same thing to entrepreneurs when I coach them on video, it's just like, can mm -hmm. we just cut through your bullshit to get vulnerable? And yeah. then we, you get vulnerable and then you just go. 
And so it goes back to what I was just saying about like women, like having like hair on top of their head or like no makeup, you know, sure. like yeah. it's okay, ladies. Sure. So, so just to recap everything, this is great stuff, Bella. All of us have, let's, let's be honest out there. Like people that are listening to this, you all have a freaking Facebook group because somebody told you to have it at one point. Maybe you're crushing it. Some of you might be crushing it. I doubt many of you are crushing it like Bella is because a lot of the stuff that she said to me today, I had heard for the first time. And I, I studied, like, I, I hear this stuff everywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but just, just to recap here, um, pull people out from everywhere, treat it like your backyard, um, engage with people, but engage with specific people, make sure that people in the group know each other, like each other, build relationships with each other. It's not a soapbox for you to do your thing. It's a place for you to host a party. Decide what type of party it is before you throw it, right? Yes. Uh, and, and, uh, and have a strategy for it. How does it fit into your business? Why does it matter? And if you suck at all this stuff now, go in your group and say you suck and announce your new plan, right? Absolutely. And don't be afraid to align yourself with other people who own groups to ah, help promote right. good or- one. Yeah, to help promote. But I'm impressed. You're a very good listener, Matt. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bella, thank you so much for being, uh, for being here. Where can we find out more about you? Yeah, you can just go to bellavasta.com or find me on any of the interwebs at Bella Vasta. That's V like in Victor, A-S-T-A. Best name. I just love your name, Bella Vasta. I just thank you. Rolls right <laughs> up the tongue. Thank you all so much for being here. I really appreciate you as always. Have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon.